Welcome to the Deep Sky Anchor Podcast, portal to magical realms and faraway worlds. I'm Mary E. Loud, the author and narrator of this podcast. Today's story is Winged Folk Only, a sci-fi story originally published in daily science fiction. Enjoy. You can't come on the voyage, the Ululu sneered, folding his wings in a very cross manner. Winged folk only. Evben tried to object, but all the other avians lounging about the bar took up the Ululu's catchy cry. That's right, winged folk only! The feathers around the Ululu's eyes crinkled happily. If he hadn't been a beaked species, he'd have been grinning. The Ululu had been looking for a way to exclude Evben from avian night at the all-alien cafe since she'd first started coming. But the cafe owner stood up for the little mousy alien's right to participate, even if she wasn't any sort of bird. Fine, Evben squeaked at the much larger aliens. I'll get wings. She jumped off the gigantic bar stool and did her best tiny impression of storming out while the cackling avian laughter echoed in her big, round ears. There were five weeks until the avian voyage to New Jupiter, the closest gas giant to Crossroads Station. That wasn't enough time for Evben to teach herself engineering and design her own wings, but she had some savings, and a robot friend who worked at Robots for Robots was able to get her a rush order on a special commission. Robots for Robots didn't usually take commissions for organic augmentations, but they'd built winged robots before, so they had the necessary designs. Besides, a pair of wings small enough for Evben, her species was among the tiniest aliens on Crossroads Station, required so little ultralight aluminum that the cost of the materials was next to nothing. When the avians lined up for the shuttle to New Jupiter with their space helmets under their wings, Evben cautiously joined the end of the line. She held her own tiny space helmet with one paw, and she twisted the tip of her long tail nervously with the other. One by one, the avians boarded the shuttle, but when Evben tried to get on board, the Ululu blocked her path with one of his long, stick-like legs. No wings, no ride, he said. Evben put down her space helmet, tucked her paws into the handholds on the metal wings folded tight against her back, and then she spread her arms. The metal blades of the mechanical wings fanned out. They felt so good on Evben's back sprouting from her shoulder blades like real wings should, that she skipped a little dance and twirled. Her long tail followed her, and her wings fanned gracefully. The Alulu snorted. Those aren't real wings, he said. But one of the other avian aliens, a double-winged Ichi, saw Evben's little dance and screeched excitedly. I already have two sets of wings, but those are so cute, maybe I should get another one. Several puff-feathered wren-ten peeked out to see what all the commotion was about, and immediately began cooing over Evben and her tiny metal wings. It was more attention than any of the avians, other than the Alulu, had ever paid to Evben before. The Alulu's feathers ruffled angrily, but he had been overruled. Evben scurried between his long legs and boarded the space shuttle with the others. On the flight to New Jupiter, the Ren-Ten clucked traditional roosting songs, and the Ichi did a double-winked dance that had them all flapping in laughter. Evben flapped her little metal wings right along with them. She'd never been happier. New Jupiter swelled in the space shuttle's windows like a red and gold balloon. 
when it filled the entire horizon, the Sorelic shuttle captain turned to her avian passengers and hissed with her forked tongue. Helmets on! Amidst much clucking and cawing, all the avians put on their helmets. They looked like they'd stuck their heads in bubbles. We're skimming the atmosphere, the Sorelic captain hissed. When I pop the hatch, go have your fun. I'll swing by to pick everyone up in a few hours. The Rentens hopped up giddily, and the Ichi stretched her wings, readying to fly. The Ululu glared at Evben over his beak and said, There's no shame in staying on the shuttle. When the hatch popped, Evben was the first to run, jump, and flap her away into the thin new Jupiter atmosphere. Pink and gold clouds streamed past her, dispersing in the wind of her wings. She was free. She was one of the avians. She was falling. Evben tumbled through the golden clouds, their colors thickened and deepened through the shades of orange to brown. Evben flapped her ultralight aluminum wings as hard as her little arms could, but she didn't have the strength for it. She kept falling until thump, she landed on the feathered back of the Alulu. You're not a bird, he said, and in spite of her wings, Evben found herself in no position to argue with him. She readied herself for his rebuke. But you have wings, and you should learn to use them better than that. Don't flap. Glide. The Alulu shook Evben off his back, and the little mousy creature found herself falling through New Jupiter's clouds again. But she focused on the Alulu's words and tilted her wings this time, instead of Pushing with all her strength, she leaned into the gas giant's winds. There you go, the Alulu said. Now you're flying. Evan lowered one wing and spiraled around, feeling the rush that she'd heard the avians talk about. Keep close, the Alulu said. I didn't sign up for giving flying lessons, but I don't want to see you fall into the crushing depths of a gas giant either. Evan circled back with her long tail streaming out behind her. She settled into the Ululu's backdraft and squeaked quietly. Thank you. The Ululu grumbled. Don't mention it. But he didn't fly away. After the two of them soared in formation for a few minutes, the Ululu added, You're not used to flying, so your wings may get tired. If you need to, you can rest on my back again. Evben heard a touch of respect in his voice. Thank you for listening to the Deep Sky Anchor Podcast. I'm Mary E. Loud, and this has been Winged Folk Only. Tune in next time for another portal to another world.